What is up? It is Derek, aka Bones. Welcome back to another episode on the Boneyard. This week, we're going to be talking about the same thing we've been talking about since last week. We're talking about the NBA, more specifically the playoffs, um, more, even more specifically the Western Conference, and um, just some of the changes um, that we've seen in the standings and some also other interesting topics that I've seen pop up and um, yeah I'm just gonna get right straight into it first off we'll start off with the Rockets I'm I wouldn't say I'm a Rockets fan but I do really enjoy Russell Westbrook and um, because I am a Thunder fan and you know I loved him for so many years when he was on the Thunder it just it just I just grew such a such a attachment to this man so I just want to you know highlight how good he has been doing in this last two month stretch you know um, since January 1st he's been like the second leading scorer you know averaging the second most points um, with 32.9 a game which is just outstanding in my opinion and he's been ultra efficient while doing so you know averaging um you know above the 50 percent mark from the field and then also averaging you know 39 percent from three which is just you know crazy for him obviously he's been taking less shots so from three that is you know averaging 39 percent by only taking you know two to three three-pointers per game but still you know leading this Rockets team to a, a close fourth place but you know only being a game behind the Nuggets and the Clippers so I really think the small ball lineup is just really really helping his case and um, it's just completely changed this Rockets team and it's just something crazy to see because we haven't really seen like a small ball lineup like this before. I mean, obviously there's been probably a couple variations of it, but just like the sheer offensive power that this team brings is just you know something to something to see. Um, you know, having like a six-five um, center in PJ Tucker is just you know crazy. You'd think he'd just be getting destroyed down low, but I mean, you see him against big, you know, other centers like, like Rudy Gobert. You know, Rudy Gobert in their last matchup only had like, I want to say 12 to 15 points. I don't know exactly, but I know he didn't have anywhere near 20. So, you know, that's crazy to see because you think he'd just be getting dominated by those seven footers, but. Um, they basically just ran P.J. Tucker off the floor. Um, or not P.J., they ran Rudy Gobert off the floor. He, like, he, he just couldn't keep up with the five-out strategy. Um, so, yeah, I've just been really taking that in. and It's been, it's been eye-catching, to say the least. Next up, we'll talk about um, the Lakers. They've been doing... You know, Laker things, I guess. You know, they're still keeping up that one seed. 
I seen um, LeBron versus Zion last night. That was a matchup for the books. Um, you know, Zion having 35, LeBron having 34, I believe. And they just, you know, it was just head-to-head battle. Um, I seen the half-court shot, basically, from LeBron. He, right after Zion got a nice dunk, LeBron takes it out. Takes two steps in from the half court and just buries a deep three. That's just, you know, that's just crazy. And tied up the game. And you just see these two pure beasts just go at each other and still have respect for each other at the end of the game. I think LeBron gets, you know, too much flack for being nice to these, to like his competitors. I mean, he's just. In my opinion, he's just a class act. He's just always trying to help out the youth, the young, um, the young talent in the league, and he just, you know, he just always has like the most respect for his competitors. And he, you know, we continue to see like social media always be on his head, you know, being too buddy buddy with competition. End of the game. End of the day, it's just, you know, he's. He's one of the most respected um, athletes in sports, I believe. Um, he's just that good of a player and um, just even better human being. So, yeah. Um, yeah, the Lakers have been doing you know pretty well um, lately. And it's just been, you know, good to see. Um, next up, talking about the Pelicans, I think, like, we seen it against the Lakers last night, you know, this Pelicans team can play, even with the best of them, um, I would love to see a Lakers-Pelicans, um, series, you know, if they could somehow slip into that eighth seed, it'd be, you know, that'd be a truly good matchup, I think, you know, it'd be a fun one to watch, LeBron versus Zion, I think, I think that'd be a really fun series to watch, um, but the Pelicans do have some work to make up, and I don't know about those Grizzlies. They're they're looking good too. Jaw Jaw's got a chip on his shoulder, so he's not going to go down easy. But same time, you know, Zion is just doing things that rookies haven't done um, just in so many years. You know, he's just out there averaging. 20 plus a night for what is it 11 nights something now I don't know he's I don't know it's hard for me to say he's rookie of the year because Jaw has just been you know that good for longer um and Zion was out for so long so but honestly I feel like they both are just crazy athletes that deserve it so, you know, it would be a good year for, like, a co-rookie of the year. But at the same time, you know, that's a tough call. Um, next up, talk about the Jazz. Probably one of my least favorite teams. <laughs> and that's no disrespect to the Jazz fans. It's just growing up in Utah. All my friends were jazz fans, and you know me being a Thunder fan, 
they always had stuff to say, you know, about the oh rookie or a rookie beat your team, and then they just always have stuff to say, you know. Joe Ingles clamped Paul George, never been, never been a huge jazz guy. Um, not that I had like any problems with him. It's just you know, I think being around jazz fans all the time makes you kind of not like them that much more. Um, but I don't know. They look like they've been struggling lately. They kind of you know been that identity crisis with um, who their starters are, and then you know, the whole Mike Conley deal. I've seen a lot of my. My friends that are jazz fans just be unhappy with Conley and they're just saying how that's like the worst trade ever and they, they're paying him way too much. But at the beginning of the season or even preseason they're they were hyping it up as a, as if they just won the championship. They're like, Oh, we got Mike Conley. Now we're just we're too good, we're solid. And even like the NBA analysts I seen we're always hyping the Jazz, saying that they'd be like a one seed or two seed in the West, and I just didn't see it. Um, I don't know. I just didn't see that they had that much talent. I mean, obviously they they took they got their core guys back, as in Donovan and Rudy, but and they still have Joe and Royce, but and also adding Bogdan and Conley. You'd think they'd be better. You really do, but. It's just not working for him. I don't know. It's uh, kind of weird. But yeah, um, Jazz, I don't know. I don't know where they'll drop. And uh, talking about my Thunder. Whoa. Definitely didn't see this coming. Um, they've been turning some heads. Um, some people have been talking about a Rockets Thunder. Um playoff series I think that'd be super interesting to see you know see CP3 against go against his old team and then see Russ go against his old team that'd be that'd be a fun series I would I'd actually want to go fly out to one of those games for sure um I would love to see one of those games you know I don't know who I'd support more because I am a Thunder fan but I do like Russ so I'd kind of be happy either way I don't know, um, but yeah, Thunder. I don't know. They the Thunder just figured it out. They um, they just have a solid group that you know play together. My guy Shay, Shay's been going off the off the fucking charts. He's just been going nuts. Love seeing that. And um, CP3 has just been solid. You know, he's just that leader, that vet. He just leads these guys, you know, to battle, and obviously he's leading in like clutch scoring, so he's still cold-blooded as ever. Um, Steve has been doing pretty good. Um, Gallinari, that man has been really a key piece that we got in that Clippers trade. He's been he's been doing great work as well. Um, and obviously we can see in our last matchup against the Bucks that we we really need him. Um, I think he's a key piece in our in our works. So 
But yeah, Thunder, Thunder Rockets would be super fun to see. Um, I'm, I'm just glad the Thunder have been this good. You know, it's, it sucks cheering for a crappy team. So, I mean, I don't know. I've been pretty content with my uh, my team and and Russ. I'm, I'm glad he's finally getting some recognition with how he's been playing lately. Um, I think Jaws dead on about him being super disrespected. I think he he's always been. Uh, people have always you know kind of you know praised him for being like doing the triple doubles, but. He always gets disrespected for everything else. It seems like he does. You know, he's always looked at it in like a bad connotation, and everybody just thinks he's just this big bad guy, and always starts stuff in the court. But I don't know. I think I think he is where he needs to be right now, and he's looking good. Um, next, I'm gonna talk about the Clippers. This Clippers team has been looking very, very different than I thought they would be. I honestly thought they'd be, you know, in preseason, I thought they'd be one of the top teams, like one seed or two seed um, with ease. Just I thought PG was that dude last year. And then this year he just kind of took a, a big drop off. It's just been interesting because they just seem like a, such a defensively solid team before getting Kawhi and PG and it just seemed like they could guard anybody one through five with Pat Bev, PG, Kawhi, Montrezl, you know they just seemed like a solid defensive team but um, I guess they still are but they just kind of um, underperformed in my opinion. Um, but yeah I think they they definitely be a different team come playoff time. Um, they'll be a force to reckon with, you know, with playoff Kawhi. I think that's definitely, definitely a factor. Um, finally, I'm going to talk about the Nuggets. I don't really know much about this Nuggets team. I don't necessarily watch the Nuggets too much, but they've consistently been, you know, in that top three spot in the West and. I guess they're just solid all around, you know, they're not, they don't have big names other than, like, Jokic, but they just, you know, they got a solid roster with guys like Murray and, you know, all their other guys, but I don't know, I could see them dropping a little bit, I, I'm kind of leaning on this Rockets team right now, they got a lot of momentum, I could see them hopping up into that second seed if you know, if the Clippers and Nuggets drop one, it could be a three-way tie. All, all the Rockets need is, you know, one loss for the Nuggets and Clippers, and there it is. They're, you know, they're right up there with them. And um, I'm pretty sure the Rockets have won those matchups against the Clippers and Nuggets, so I think they could easily jump to that two seed. And, I don't know, it's coming down to the end though of the season. Less than less than twenty was it twenty-five games le left. 
So it's getting to crunch time. All these wins are starting to matter. And I think the Rockets are just picking up, you know, some momentum. They've, I think they're eight, eight and one or nine and one in their last ten matchups. So yeah, they're looking scary. And um, you know, I'd love to see them end up as like a two seed and go against, you know, somebody like like the Thunder or like the Grizzlies. I think that'd be pretty interesting it'd be um you know jaw versus russ that'd be that'd be a fun matchup but uh anyway i think that does it for this episode we'll see you next time here on the boneyard again this is bones see you guys Hello everyone, welcome back to the Boneyard. This is Bones. This is the season finale for season two. Um, we're gonna hop straight back into where we left off, which is talking about Western Conference um, playoffs in the NBA. Um, I know it's at a weird point right now with the coronavirus going around we don't know if NBA is going to continue or if it will be postponed and this will be the end either way I'm gonna just hop straight into the topic and um you know what I think is gonna happen and um all these different teams first off I want to talk about the Lakers they're um <clears throat> they're still in the top of the West, which is very interesting considering that they just had two pretty tough matchups. I think they beat the Bucks, who um, who had the best record um, overall in the whole NBA. So that was a very big win for them. They also beat the Clippers, I believe. So two super tough teams. They got back, you know, they got them both, which was pretty impressive. You know, it really shows the the strength of this Lakers team. It really shows how dominant they truly can be. I mean, obviously you got a team with LeBron and AD. It's it's pretty hard not to be, you know, amazing. But you know, to go out against two of the best teams. And, you know, beat them both pretty, you know, in the same week. It's pretty impressive. Just shows, you know, how good they really are. Um, next, talking about the Nuggets. They were in the second seed last time I checked. Um, I think the Nuggets are a very weird team for me. Because I don't see them as, like, a, an amazing team. Like, if you ask me... Should the Nuggets be in second place overall? I'd say no. I don't think they have, you know, the superstars to be in a be a second seed team. Um, obviously, they have Jokic. And they got guys like Jamal, and you know, they just have a pretty solid um, 
team around those guys. But if, I really don't see these guys being a deep playoff run team. Um, I just think teams like the Lakers, the Rockets, the Clippers. I just see these other teams, you know, they just seem better than the Nuggets. Um, but it's weird that they're still in second overall. So, you know, I think they'll have like the record to show that they're better, but I think come playoff time, any of those three other teams I named could beat them. And I don't see the Nuggets going to the Western Conference Finals. Um, I just don't. Next is the Clippers. They were at third. Um, last time I checked. Clippers are another um, difficult team. I still think they're, you know, they're one of the top two teams in the West. Top two teams in the NBA, in my opinion. Um, but they hadn't been, you know, super solid the last couple weeks. Um, until, I think just this week they started playing solid again. I mean, I guess they're third seed, so they've been playing solid, but they just haven't been um, as impressive as I thought they should be. Um, but they got, you know, Kawhi doing his thing every night. Um, but I think this Clippers team will definitely do a lot of damage come playoff time. They just have, you know, so much um, depth and playoff experience. I mean, Kawhi's just a different animal, and playoffs so is you know Braun with the Lakers so I don't know I just see a lot of teams a lot of teams play a lot differently from the regular season compared to the you know playoffs some people play worse some people play better um Paul George he hasn't been doing crazy this season he's been you know pretty average for for him at least, you know, right around that 20 to 24 point range per game, that is, um, but yeah, and even, you know, he's kind of a wild card in the playoffs, um, you've seen him last year with, um, the, with the Thunder, he just didn't show up, but, um, I definitely think he was just amazing during the regular season last year. So it, you know, he's just kind of a guy that you gotta, gotta watch out for. You don't know what he's gonna bring come playoff time. But um, those Clippers, those Clippers are they're definitely a solid group. Um, I remember last year they almost or they took um, they took Golden State either to six or seven games. I think it was seven. And, you know, they didn't have any big names. They didn't have PG. They didn't have Kawhi. It was just Pat Bev and the, the Dirty Crew. And they took the Almighty Warriors to seven, which was impressive. So I definitely think they're going to be um, Western Conference Finals candidates. Um, I think it's between them, Rockets, Lakers. I think those are, like, the four teams I could see going to the Western Conference Finals. Up next, um, Jazz are at four right now. The Jazz, I just 
I don't know about the Jazz, honestly. I mean, we could talk about the coronavirus and how, you know, Rudy and Donovan are both, you know, people with the coronavirus. I mean, they both tested positive um, two days ago, or it might have been yesterday. But, either, anyways, um, back to the playoffs. I think even with everybody healthy, the Jazz are not a Western Conference Finals team. I think they, they're a solid team. I think they could, you know, do some damage in the playoffs, but they're another team like the Nuggets. They're, you know, they're solid, but they're never going to go deep, in my opinion. Um, they just don't have all the right tools. I mean, you could argue that they do, but it just doesn't seem like they all know how to, you know, put those tools together and get it all to work. But um, definitely a good regular season team, you know, being the fourth seed. But they are closely trailed um, by the Thunder and the Rockets. Um, last time I checked, Rockets were in fifth. Thunder and sixth. That might have changed. Either way, um, I'm gonna talk about the Rockets first. Um, Rockets have kind of been, you know, one of the teams that I've been cheering for most this season. Even though Thunder are my team, um, I like I like Russ and I, you know, I like the system that they've been trying out this season. So I've been all for them I think um, they were looking super solid you know last week or I guess maybe it was two weeks no last week yeah with the small ball lineup and then this week they you know they strolled into like a three or four game losing streak which is just very weird you know so you don't don't really know where this small ball lineup can actually take them and it's it's gonna be, you know, interesting come playoff time. What, uh, what happens? Um, I think Russ has been playing his best basketball, um, maybe ever. Um, I would say just in a little while. I don't know. It's hard to beat his MVP season. That's that's up there for Russ's best seasons. But this one's definitely, definitely a head turner because you know we haven't seen Russ be this. Um, efficient and we haven't seen him you know commit solely to you know just getting into the paint and so it just makes him look a lot better um, and he's he was proving it um, last week with the Rockets record but you know now we're looking at the playoffs time and you know it's just a big question mark what's gonna happen um, like I said, I think this team could go easily Western Conference Finals if they figure everything out. But maybe even Finals. Like I don't know. We've seen them beat the Lakers with the small ball lineup. We've seen them beat, you know, the Nuggets and some other good teams. But and then we've seen them lose pretty badly to some not great teams. So it's. It's hard to say what these guys will do. Um, you know, I'm hoping they can go deep and um, 
achieved big, but we'll see. Up next, we got the Thunder, my personal favorite team. The Thunder have definitely been a head turner. I think anybody can, you know, anybody can contest that. Nobody thought a Westbrook-less Thunder team would be anywhere near the playoffs this year. Um, at least I didn't. I and I'm a Thunder fan. I didn't think we'd be, you know, a fifth or sixth seed. To me, that's you know crazy. But I guess CP3 and Stephen and Gallo are just you know leading this team of rooks, and we're going places. And we have solid, solid pieces like Shea and Dennis, and it's looking good, you know. Um, I would love to see like a Thunder Jazz or like a Thunder Rocket series come playoff time. That'd be really fun for me to watch. If, um, you know, I'd probably go to one of those games too. Um, if it was Thunder Jazz, I'd probably, you know, get a game in Utah. Thunder Rockets, I'd try to, I'd probably try to fly out for one. I don't know where I'd go, but I definitely want to see one of those games in person. Um, those would both be um, series that I'd love to see. Um, but yeah, Thunder looking solid. Um, CP's leading in clutch time scoring, which is crazy. I'm not a big um, Chris Paul fan, but this season he's he's gained a little bit of a little bit of my respect, a little bit of love. Um, you know, he keeping my team up there in the conversation for the playoffs. So gotta respect it. Gotta gotta give him a little love, I guess. Um, yeah, Shay Shay's doing amazing too. That's my you know that's one of my favorite players on the Thunder now that Russ is gone so gotta love what Shay's doing Steven always you know doing solid I think um Danilo Garnari that's that's kind of the bread and butter here he's he's really um I think a key factor in this team too I mean we've seen when we didn't have him against the Bucks, we got destroyed but you know I feel like any other team the Thunder could really compete with, you know, maybe not, maybe not best them in a series. I mean, I could see the Lakers and the Rap or the Rockets and the Clippers just whooping them in the playoffs, but I feel like they can pretty much contend with anybody else in the league, um, at least somewhat. You know, I think they could take pretty much any other team to. A, seven six or seven game series so you know i i'm happy with my thunder they've been doing solid yeah let's get on the next team um dallas mavericks i think they're sitting at the seventh seed right now i feel like these this mavs team is you know i feel like they they did their purpose already you know beginning the season Everybody thought they would be crazy. They were, you know, they were up there at like the fourth or third seed there for a while. 
they had Luca at the beginning of the season and and Kristaps, but um, I think they're where they're supposed to be now. I think they kind of ran out of ran out of steam and um, settled down where I think they really should be. Um, seventh seed, definitely like a solid place for them. In my opinion, that's you know that's good for them. Um, Luca's just a different animal. You know, he's proven to do things that nobody his age has ever done. Uh, you know, other than maybe LeBron and maybe a select few others. But he's he's pretty much the only reason why this Mavs team is in the playoffs in the first place. Him and Kristaps. Kristaps has actually been doing pretty dang good himself. Um... The other day he had like a 30 and like 17 game, so while shooting like five threes, I'm pretty sure Kristaps' three-point percentage right now is off the charts. So you know he's between them two. Um, I think this team is like a lottery pick if they weren't if they were without Kristaps and Luca, but. You know, seventh seed in the West. I think that's pretty dang good for them. So, um, and um, finally we come up on the Grizzlies with Jaw, Big Jaw, rookie of the year probably. Jaw Morant. Um, yeah, this Grizzlies team. I think it all runs with him. I mean, they got they got some pretty. Pretty solid players, but you know you can't say they're too solid when their best player is a rookie. Obviously, he's rookie of the year, so he's a really good rookie. But still, um, they're not that deep. They're a pretty young group too. But to be eighth seed in the West is just a testament of how good Ja really is. Um, I like Jaw a lot. Um, I think he's, you know, he's got a lot of potential. His athleticism through the roof. Pretty humble guy. He's just out there working. You know, gotta respect that. Um, another person in the Rookie of the Year cam race would be Zion, of course. He's been doing crazy things, and they're just. You know, two seeds down, I think. I think they're in, like, the 10th seed spot, maybe ninth. But they're... You know, it'd be really tough for them to make the playoffs because they are four games behind the Grizzlies. Not impossible, but... You know, they haven't been winning, per se, either, recently. But... Um, yeah, Zion, another animal that's just... Unlike anybody in the whole league it's just crazy to see um i don't think that he is rookie of the year i think he you know if he had a complete season it it would be a whole another argument obviously um you know just because of like how you know crazy he did come in after his injury he just you know, strung together all those 20-point games, and he's just 
been super efficient and yeah if he had a full year I think I think he could edge out Ja but since he didn't I think um this is Ja's year and I think he does deserve rookie of the year um but yeah I don't see the Pelicans coming into playoff contention I mean I think they have some solid pieces you know Brandon Ingram is a solid piece for them um, Lonzo Josh Hart you know they're a solid good young young team and you know I'd want to see them um, in the playoffs potentially you know in years to come because I feel like you know with this young group they could really um, grow into something special especially if um, Brandon Ingram and Zion and Lonzo just continue to age well. I think they can definitely see themselves, you know, up there in the playoffs, you know, in four to five years. I mean, I guess maybe they could be in the playoffs next year, you know, considering how close they are this year, but I feel like they could really do some damage in like four to five years. Um, but yeah, that about wraps up the season finale of the boneyard episode four bucket talk um thank you everybody for listening um it's been a wonderful season or yeah it's been a wonderful season um thank you for all the guests that came on and um see you guys in the next season and we'll see you